0: When there's no more room in hell, the dead will walk the earth. My name is Amanda. And I'm Kristen. And, 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 and we are the, are the extra sisters. sisters. So sit back, relax, and let's get creepy. Welcome to episode 63. And in this episode, we will be discussing Dawn of the Dead from 1978, the follow-up to George Romero's Night of the Living Dead. Mm-hmm. Done by George Romero. Yes. Yeah. I...
1: Didn't like it. No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Spoiler alert. Okay. let's Let's set the scene here for a second, though, because I just need to throw out there that I was really busy when I was watching this. And it was really long. It's, like, almost two and a half hours or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. And I watched it on YouTube, and so the quality wasn't excellent, but it wasn't terrible, especially from being from – it wasn't no Blu-ray, but it was – I it wasn't like I couldn't see anything. Mm-hmm. And I just it, – it just did not do a great job of keeping my attention or making me care or it just – I don't know. I was just bored, and I didn't really give a shit. Okay. So – I feel like if it – and, you know, some of that maybe because I was just busy and it was a busy night. and But I watched another movie right before that that kept my attention just fine and I was equally as busy. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it – I want to say zombie movies aren't my thing. But as we've talked about before, a lot of times when I watch zombie movies, I actually pr- enjoy them. Mm-hmm. So, I don't want to just say, oh, it's because it's a zombie movie. I'm not really into it. I just could not get into this one. I didn't really give a shit about the characters very much.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But that was just me. And I felt like, I i mean, you basically are watching Night of the Living Dead just somewhere else. Mm -hmm. So, like.
1: Have you seen this one before?
0: uh, No, I have seen the remake that was done in 2000, I want to say 2004, Mm -hmm. and I actually like that one.
1: Yeah, I've never seen any of these. I had seen Night of the Living Dead previously before we rewatched it for the podcast, but this is my first time delving into the very first zombie universe. And honestly, I'm having fun with it.
0: Are you? I am. We haven't really talked much about this, as far as you liking it or disliking it. Mm -hmm. You were just excited for me to watch it
1: right away, kind of how you felt about it, and I've been keeping my opinion pretty secret. Well, tell me
0: what you because I'm actually kind of surprised to hear you. Well, I guess not surprised because we both like Night of the Living Dead. I just, I don't know. Go ahead. I'm gonna hear it. I'm ready.
1: Absolutely. Uh, So it was. It starts out really jarring. So I was pretty much thinking I was going to hate it, that you start out with, like, the scenes of this new studio, and then it jumps to cops, and all of a sudden they're bowling up this building, and you're like, what the fuck happened? Yeah, that was really It's confusing. really jarring, and I fucking hated that. It was
0: really hard to watch on YouTube, too, because it was not good quality, and I was yeah, like, what's I happening?
1: Figured they had a good quality one on there, if anybody wants to look at it, but it's a uh, shorter, it's not the extended oh, version. maybe that's what I had. Yeah, but I thought that overall, it was a great mo- movie, and it was really fun to me. Mm-hmm. I I mean, maybe part of that is because I grew up with Dead Rising and playing that stuff with Connor. Mm, yeah. That was just our thing and that's basically what this is. Dead yeah. Rising is a zombie apocalypse in a mall. And right. I know they got it from this, so it yeah. was interesting to see the beginning of it.
0: You know, and I will say it's possible that part of the reason that I didn't really have a good time with this movie is because when I was in, like, middle school era, I watched the remake of this movie. Before I knew that it was remade. I was a kid. I didn't mm-hmm. I didn't know that it came in the 70s first. I watched that movie ad nauseum. I loved it over and over and over and over and over and over. I watched that remake. Got it. And obviously there are differences, a lot of differences, we'll maybe one day talk about the 2004 remake. No, but I'm sure we will. It's just like, I, I guess it's because I had seen the remake so many times. And so like, I didn't want to watch a two and a half hour older version of it because I just seen it so many times, even though it was pretty different. Like, was it? There's not a helicopter in mm-hmm. the remake and there's, it's not a news station. It just follows like these people that are all going through the zombie apocalypse all meeting up at this mall and trying to make the best of it. Yeah. Which is exactly what this movie is. Yeah, they just
1: team up before the mall.
0: Exactly. Now, this one, some of them had made alliances, but a lot of them just ended up at the mall together, from what I remember. And they're all kind of, you know, we have a single nurse that we're watching and a couple and one, like, the token asshole and, Mm -hmm. you know, all these things that were very similar. So I guess it was just, like, I was busy and, like, I've seen this movie so many times I felt like just Mm -hmm. in more modern day quality so well like
1: i had fun with it i thought it was really fun but there were definitely slow parts i could definitely understand that part there were slow parts and the jarringness in the beginning is really difficult everything else i had a really good time with i fucking hated the female actress so much she
0: her character is just kind of annoying she is a
1: detriment to feminism she's terrible right yeah but and the pilot i started out hating him but even him he grew on me eventually but i loved the two cops they were fucking hilarious the whole time
0: well it's also really in zombie movies in general what most of them do a good job of is looking at these characters and developing them through how they're dealing with an apocalypse i mean we've seen the walking dead do that for 10 plus years of Mm -hmm. character development and you have to pack that into an hour and a half two hour movie and most of the time they do a pretty good job but yeah I mean, she just reminded me of a less catatonic Barbara, Mm -hmm. Yeah, which basically what was really cool, though, was Night of the Living Dead was in black and white. Yes. And so this is 10 years later. I think Night of the Living Dead was 68, something like that. And I know that we had color in the 60s. I know that was like a budget and choice thing. Yeah. But it was cool seeing George Romero's zombies and world mm-hmm. come to color because mm-hmm. you didn't get to see the zombies in color. And so when I saw that they were just like really, really, really white, but they but weren't... basically blue. Yeah. They're blue people. But they weren't like... I mean, you think of a zombie, you think of them, like, decomposing and bloody yeah, and Yeah, because
1: nowadays we have The Walking Dead.
0: Exactly. And even in Dawn of the Dead, the remake, you know, they're – and they're really fast and scary as shit in Dawn of the Dead, the okay. remake. And this one, they're – I'm not saying they're not scary. I think any zombie, whether they're the slow, mm-hmm. just, you know, kind of walking around and congregating ones or the ones that run the fuck after you, like, in 28 Days Later. Mm-hmm. But it was just cool, like – seeing them come to life but also not being anything like i expected them to be Mm -hmm. like honestly i could see not that it would be hard to identify them but like they just looked like off colored (laughs) it was
1: yeah definitely
0: so that was kind of cool seeing it come to life because he did this with someone else wrote this with an italian guy (laughs)
1: Dario Argento actually pulled George A. (laughs) Romero out to his Italian, his like place in Tuscany because he was so impressed with Night of the Living Dead and heard that there was going to be a sequel. He wanted George A. Romero to have like a safe spot to write it. So it definitely pulls a lot of the Italian horror elements because it's Dario Argento. That's what he does. So you can definitely feel some of that in it. That's where you're getting that, right? It's yeah. And you said you felt some I well,
0: a lot of it was in the music, so mm-hmm. it was interesting. Be, well, the music was just an interesting choice. It was often very peppy, but then you're also like, what of it was in the mall playing, and what of it was just like a background music choice? Because they right. still had like the the mall announcements and mm-hmm. like that. It,
1: Which one of them was George A. Romero's wife doing one of them?
0: Oh, that's cool. Yeah, Was she the one that did the, for the next five minutes, shoppers I think get so. like a free
1: candy or something?
0: Yeah, that was funny. Because it, it just, I, I think a mall would not be the worst place to spend a zombie apocalypse.
1: No, definitely. Like, for me, I'd probably go to Walmart. But I feel like everybody would go to Walmart.
0: I feel like everyone would go to Walmart.
1: So, yeah, the mall is probably a really good next step. I mean,
0: the food court's not going to last forever. Mm-hmm. Because they get probably, like, weekly or biweekly shipments of food. Mm -hmm. I would probably assume weekly. I would hope weekly. So you've maybe got a week's worth of food in every single restaurant. But let's say you have, I don't know, if it's a big mall. I know that there are some, like, Park Meadows up in Denver. Let's say you have 20 restaurants. Mm -hmm. That's quite a bit of food Mm -hmm. for quite a bit of people. It's just it's not a that food's going to last. A lot of it's, I'm sure, like meat and things right. like that. But you've got the staple fast food restaurants that do like potatoes and shit like that. So mm-hmm. if you've at least got some of that, you can get by for a while. And at least you have like fresh clothes and, mm-hmm. you know, toilets kind of.
1: Yeah, there's a point. So the cops are great because honestly, I feel like that would be me. They are racing through this mall. Just Mm -hmm. racing past the zombies to get to their point, and they get inside, and they're, like, laughing and hooting and hollering like kids because they're having fun, which, honestly, fair. Nobody's shooting at you. You're all alone in the world. One of them, all he did was... I know it's all he lost, but with some brothers, it's not like he had kids or anything, and the other guy had just gotten out of a divorce. So they really have nothing but to have fun here and now. Well, I was about to say, if you think you're going to die, you might as well. Exactly. Like,
0: or even if you... Have nothing to lose, you know.
1: Exactly. Or the fact that this is literally what they're trained to do. Yeah. Let them run in. Let them do what they're supposed to do. There's a point where the pilot's trying to come help them. And I'm like, stop being stupid. Yes. But they get to JCPenney's, which is like Sears. It has yeah. everything. Right. And there's a point where they're like going to head back. And I'm like, what are you doing? Stay there. Yeah. Go get your people and stay there. You guys I just would, run through the zombies again. You know,
0: I know that they're making all these plans to like bust out and they conveniently have a helicopter. That's a nice little thing to have during a zombie apocalypse because they were at a news station before that, so they had like the traffic copter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that,
1: does that take you out of it? Because that does not for me. That I'm interested. With,
0: that they have the helicopter mm-hmm. doesn't take me out of it. It's just an interest, like a mm-hmm. convenient.
1: Well, I just look at it as that's their story. That's this news anchor's story. Yeah, and she yeah. happens to be dating a weatherman, and that's cool.
0: Yeah. I don't... I'd be so scared to get in a helicopter at all. But I guess if my life depended on it, I would. Yeah. I'm good with planes, helicopters, though. I would, you know, probably not be making these grand plans to escape and focus more on holding up until some things disperse a little bit. Mm -hmm. But they were smart, like putting trucks and things in front of the entrance. So smart. Like that was really intelligent. And having... Every time you get with these – so here's my problem with zombie movies and also The Walking Dead, the reason I stopped watching at the beginning of season five. I love the zombie part. What I don't like is the human conflict part, which I know sounds like that's – but we deal with human conflict all the time. So when they bring in the motorcycle gang and Mm -hmm. them trying to bust into the mall, it's just kind of – I don't know. I hate to see it because that's just how humans are and I get that. But when you run out of things to do with zombies, because they're just going to stand there until you try to break out. Then you bring in the, you know, let's pit the humans against each other, which would probably really happen in an Apocalypse. And I'm not saying it wouldn't. I just, maybe I'm I'm fucking millennial and I want more zombie violence. <laughs> I don't know. So in the beginning, we talked about how it was jarring. But then when they get to the mall, just to clarify, it's not. It's much more storyboarded. No,
1: thankfully. <laughs> oh, my God.
0: Yeah. And they obviously meet people there. And something I wanted to mention, again, this was 1978, and Mm -hmm. Night of the Living Dead was 1968. So from, like, the 40s through really even still, and this is not my real – my understanding is very limited as a white woman. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But he came back with a very strong black male protagonist, Mm -hmm. which in in, in the 68 – we talked about when we reviewed Night of the Living Dead, that was very, like...
1: Well, it was brand new. Nobody had done was, it before. Was he say, was the first. It wasn't
0: controversial, but, I mean, when you look at the 50s and 60s, civil rights was still very prominent. It's not yes. like we were, you know, they had equal rights, even though we want to say, like, so having a black male pro- protagonist in this, or in Night of the Living Dead, and then I mentioned to you, like, he did it again. Like, yeah. he brought back a strong black male protagonist. Exactly. And that was really cool to see. Mm
1: -hmm. And they're both good characters. They're fascinating that you actually like characters.
0: And it's, I guess, not super surprising, but a little surprising when you think about where we were in the late 60s that people received it so well because you still have, I'm sorry to say, so many living racists. Like even today. Yeah. But maybe they're not horror fans. So maybe (laughs) we're just better. I don't know.
1: (laughs) What I really like, too, is his name's Peter in the movie. And Peter is actually the first one to coined the term zombies he talks about them as zombies and we hear about this and it makes so much sense and i love this because he talks about how his grandfather was a voodoo priest yeah of course, and they talk about zombies the, all the time. Well,
0: the, One of the most famous lines from any zombie movie ever, he says, too, that he t- his grandfather told him, when there is no more room in hell, mm-hmm. the dead will walk the earth. Exactly. Like, I have heard that over and over and over, just being a horror fan in the community and not realized. Like, I knew it came from, I think, Dawn of the Dead, just because they, I think they say it in the remake, but I don't remember.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I just remember this very specific soundbite of Peter saying it mm-hmm. and then hearing it on this. And I was like, that's where the fuck that came from exactly Uh, because that's a really scary sentiment yeah like people are just so bad that there's no more room to put the bad people exactly they're just gonna overflow
1: it feels like something that could potentially happen right to create zombies to create something that's like that he's really cool though he also like totally throws a zombie He's this, like, big, he's a tall dude, and he's there's a zombie in front of me. He's like, fuck that shit, and just throws him over the balcony.
0: And he ends up, like, taking care of the woman like he did not uh, yes. Night of Living Dead. Of I know it's everyone. a different man, but... Like, his yeah. cop
1: buddy is the first one to die, and then after that, he gets sweeter and kinder and takes care of everyone. Right. I really liked him. He was a great character.
0: I agree. Very redeeming for some of the character arcs. Exactly. You know, most of the character arcs are pretty good, or they die. <laughs>
1: Well, especially – I really liked his cop friend. I'm kind of sad that he died because he was fucking yeah. funny. He was mm-hmm. great. And yeah. him trying to, like, get the trucks in front of the building, that would have been me like, Woo, let's do this. Come yeah. on, confidence. Get it done. Cheerleader. Exactly. But then you have the other characters. We've already – we've talked about – I'm sorry. I don't even know her name. The female actress because I don't, I don't care about do her at the all. Do you hate the
0: actress or the character? The character. Oh, Okay. I,
1: okay. I hate her. I think she's this – like – she's freaking out there's a point where one of the guys is being attacked by a zombie and she's watching it and she's just like freaking out instead well that's why i I was like she's fucking barbara
0: yeah she's just not catatonic like barbara was it's
1: not even a thing there's like a mallet sitting on the ground where she could kill the zombie or like hand it to him or something instead she doesn't scream or anything she just stands there and watches are you just gonna watch him get it what the fuck i fucking hate her and then the pilot He has a change, which is great, Mm -hmm. but there is a point where he's trying to go help those cops, and he's got a gun, and he's shooting it in a room full of pipes, and it is ricocheting at him. That's why you don't fucking do that, you idiot. Yeah. He already pulled a gun from you in the beginning. Why are... Stop touching him. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I really like that we have Peter, somebody who's competent and nice, not stupid. He's the rock in this, like,
0: group, because... in all horror movies, when you get a group of people together, you've got, like, trope characters. And, exactly. And personality characters. And and he's just the, just like in out of Living Dead, he's, like, the voice of reason. He's moving everybody forward. He's kind of taking care of everybody. So it's, yeah. I, you asked me before we started this, like, where would you go in a zombie apocalypse? Yeah. And I literally, like, I've been thinking about it and it's been distracting
1: me mm-hmm. because, like, I. Where would you go? I don't know if I would, to be perfectly honest with you because okay okay if you didn't have animals because that's what i thought too i'd probably stay and die but if you didn't have animals where would you go
0: like if i was motivated to live
1: (laughs) exactly um i kind of want to just be a prepper like a doomsday prepper you know so hopefully if you didn't have animals you would have put all this money into like a bunker
0: (laughs) okay okay but let's just say i did it so we live in colorado springs which is not too far from remote little mountain towns. So I'd probably go west. Okay. Into like the Divide area, kind of getting up there. Because unfortunately for us, we live in a, the second biggest city in the state. So yeah. if shit goes down, it's going down quickly. Yeah. A very high concentration of people just right next to each other. It's a, it gets a little less concentrated, of course, the more outskirts you get. The problem with that is Colorado's weather is temperate most of the time Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. most of the time even in the mountains but just this past you know winter we had two record-breaking lows we were Mm -hmm. the coldest place like anywhere we were in like negative 40s so that would be tough but i don't i honestly i want to say i might make it try to make it down to texas to my family but i don't think i could make it from colorado to dallas Mm -hmm. without yeah. Shit hitting. Them. I'd have to go through the Dallas Metroplex to get to my family because mm-hmm. they're on the east side and I'm coming from west. So
1: go through Oklahoma where
0: nobody's around. Just Kansas just takes a long way. Over. That's true. I could go all the way around. <laughs> That's true. I don't know. Like, I don't know how strong my will to survive is to be perfectly honest with you like i wouldn't want to be eaten i wouldn't mm-hmm. want to take the risk of being eaten alive because i think that'd be really 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 painful obviously mm-hmm. until you go into shock or they hit something crucial <laughs> or mm-hmm. you bleed to death i think i'd just rather die on my own terms and um yeah i don't know how to say that without like a trigger warning <laughs> but i don't know no, if we get it you
1: take care of it <laughs> yeah i don't know
0: if i'd be motivated enough other than for my dogs to survive, that's kind of a plus of not having kids. If uh, zombie shit happens, I can just, like, do mm-hmm. whatever the fuck I want. That's true. Because my dogs would get me killed because they bark at every goddamn sound <laughs> out the house. So would would you fight? Put up a fight? Okay, let's say you couldn't go to a Walmart. Where Everybody's going to go to a Walmart or a mall, honestly. Because of Dawn of the Dead, people are going to go to oh, a yeah, mall. for
1: sure. I don't know. I just don't want to die alone. That's my biggest fear in life. So honestly, as long as I had some people, I'd probably just stay at home.
0: Mm -hmm. Hunker down and wait. Yeah. You have food storage, too. I do. Like, you have food stored up for a while. I'm one of those crazy
1: couponer people, so I have lots of stuff.
0: I have a crawl space. I should start just keeping stuff down there. (laughs) You should. Yeah. That's sad that we wouldn't want to live. But,
1: Ah, okay, what kind of life are you going to have after These are the questions, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I can tell you if you're worried. So this is the one thing that pulls me out of any zombie thing. The weather problem. Yeah. As soon as it starts snowing, they're going to start falling apart. Zombies cannot survive that. We just know that. So the fact that Walking Dead has gone on for so many years... Where well, you see it snow and you see frost.
0: Oh, do you? I was about yes. to say they're in Georgia, so it doesn't really like because I'd say Texas. They'd probably survive for a long time because in Texas we have some some ice and like maybe once or twice a year in like January or February. But I don't think it would be enough to wipe out all of them. And I think it's only in certain places. And we're close to, you know, the equator where it never does shit. So
1: well, you haven't continued watching it, but they have moved from Georgia. So.
0: Oh, no, I have not.
1: Um, yeah, there's snow and ice and frost, and they continue living through it. And that's just not how that would work. So in your scenario, I wouldn't worry about that part. Yeah. You just have to, especially in Colorado, we're good here. You just got to wait it out. And
0: like you said, even let's just take frost out of it. Like, flesh can only last for so long exactly. when it's being out in the elements and in the
1: heat and like that's even worse the texas yeah. heat you think that zombies are gonna last that long there's yeah. no way i well,
0: don't that's interesting i wonder what i mean if they're are because i guess it depends on what kind of zombie universe you're in if they continue to decompose well, yeah, or not zombie
1: magic here yeah
0: <laughs> so there's a lot depending on that too but anyways
1: so this was filmed in a real mall in Monroeville pennsylvania so you can actually go visit it and uh, i know you have seen zach and mary make a porno
0: yes it's been a long time but yes. that mall
1: is in it and they talk about it like they mm. constantly reference it tom Savini's in the film and the uh goalie he's wearing a zombies shirt for his hockey team and mm-hmm. stuff like that but so of course tom savini is all through this that's yeah. why they had him in zach and mary make a porno so, Tom Savini did the makeup and all the special effects in this. As
0: soon as I saw his name, I knew that he was all over <laughs> yes, this shit. he yeah.
1: is a god. Love him. Actually, even in the beginning, so Peter is in a, a room all by himself when they're waiting to get back on the helicopter to get to the mall. Yeah. And these two little kids attack him. Those were Tom Savini's niece and nephew that attacked Aww, him. I want to be yeah. a zombie in a film. <laughs> and then... Uh, Tom Savini is actually the head of this biker gang that comes in that you didn't like later. And he's got the best fucking thing I wanted to bring up. He's got a fucking switchblade, but it's comb. Nice. It's fucking great. I guess I should
0: say I didn't realize that was Tom Savini. Yeah. I guess I should say I it's not that I didn't like them. It's just like human evil gets old. I know, as I'm a horror person... No, 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 no. no. Like, the funny
1: part to me is the fact that you're saying human horror gets old. This is the time that it started. This is the first zombie apocalypse with humans being assholes. I know,
0: I know. And but and that's the problem of not watching horror in, like, sequential and chronological order mm-hmm. is... It's it's it it. This is the first time it was done, and I see Dawn of the Dead's influence in everything else that I've watched—TV mm-hmm. show, movie, doesn't matter. It's just that I've seen all of them. So then, when I go back and watch Dawn of the Dead for the very first time, I'm bored, mm-hmm. and that's not Dawn of the Dead's fault. Like I'm not gonna rate it a one out of five just because I was bored, you know? Because I've seen this so many times, but it's because of Dawn of the Dead that I've seen mm-hmm. this so many times. So of course I, I appreciate it. Yeah, it's just like oh well, here's the. You know,
1: basically Negan.
0: If we if I all I know about Walking Dead is that he came in, he's got these a guys fucking... are
1: way nicer than Negan. Well, right, but you know what
0: I mean. Like, there's <laughs> no, no, more human conflict than there is zombie, and you no, know, it's
1: interesting to me though because I've seen all those tropes also, and this is yeah. my first time, but it didn't affect me. So it's interesting the different viewing, yeah,
0: experiences, experiences that yeah. we
1: had. I will
0: honestly probably rewatch this, and maybe I should have rewatched it before we recorded. You know, I'll probably rewatch it and see what I think on second viewing mm-hmm. when it's not, like, crazy busy and I'm just going to sit down and I'm going to be in the mindset. But, like, I watched a really, really awesome classical horror movie from the 30s right before this. And then I watched this and and then I, they were just so different. Maybe I, this one put me in, like, a completely different state of mind. And... Which is
1: – I can't tell you guys because it will ruin it. But that's so interesting to me because <laughs> the one you watch also has been parodied everywhere. But you guys will hear right. it eventually. You guys will hear it. You'll
0: hear it. Yeah. I don't know. Then maybe what I watched before was just better in its own right hmm. than Dawn of the Interesting. Dead is. Interesting. And it was also only an hour 15 minutes.
1: Yeah. That's a good point. <laughs> I mean, Dawn of the Dead is two and a half hours and there's some slow. So, that's Yeah,
0: fair. I like concise movies.
1: Mm-hmm. Like,
0: there are even some really good movies that are, like The Shining. Oh, my God. It's so fucking long. And sometimes I'm even like, I cannot, Mm -hmm. I cannot deal with watching The Shining right now. And I love it. So maybe I just wasn't ready Mm -hmm. to like commit. (laughs) So mentally I wasn't there. So I'll definitely rewatch this and see what I think. I just, it's fine. Like, you're right. Like, actually, Brad really liked it. Oh, did he watch
1: it with you? Yeah. That's cool. So. Connor really liked it.
0: Yeah. So I don't know. I feel like this is like a fluke recording for me Mm -hmm. because i'm like maybe there was something wrong in my head like because i feel like i really should have liked this movie because i really liked night of the living dead i really like the remake of dawn of the dead so why wouldn't i like the original because i tend to like originals Mm -hmm. more more than the remakes anyways yeah but maybe it was because like i've seen the remake but also i saw night of the living dead and there were so many i mean you even have like like you said we've said the barber character she's very similar yeah you know as a Basically, a useless, whiny female. Exactly. You know? And also, doesn't she get proposed to? And she's like, not like this. It won't be official. Nothing will ever be official again.
1: Literally. Like, <laughs> who? I yeah no i agree with you on that it's some fucking bullshit you're pregnant with his baby and he's this is the apocalypse nobody's gonna marry you anyway it's not even a thing anymore Right? just take the fucking
0: ring (laughs) you're not gonna be able to just go to a church and find an officiant at this point like he's trying to be sweet just take the fucking you're not gonna get your
1: caterer and your photographer and all you're not
0: even gonna get like a bassinet she's so infuriated. yeah (laughs) so i guess just between all the remakes plus even the ones i saw before this that were very similar i it was just boring to me and that's fine like it's not like I hated it and it's not like I think that you're wrong if you enjoyed it because yeah. i completely respect this movie i thought that it was done well i thought that it was edited well i thought that it was shot well i was just bored and that's a I, very shallow review but that's that
1: plenty i have hated and been bored through that you love so that's at, totally fair yeah
0: i mean if you look back at when we reviewed the year i had a best on my list that was on your worst list so yeah see? it's just what it is like even if i gave it like a mediocre middle of the road rating it doesn't Take away the fact that I know this has like a 93% on Rotten Tomatoes and it fucking deserves it. It's just not
1: for me. No, totally. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't usually like zombie movies anyway. That's why I have put off Dawn of the Dead, Day of the Dead, Night of the Living Dead for so long. Yeah. But I'm enjoying them. That's good. So I'm going to talk about the extras and why I'm going to do that is because you've wanted to be this. I want be an I extra
0: so bad. I <laughs> would
1: love to be an extra. And now that I know what they get, it's even better. Extras for this film were given $1. A donut and a donut dead t-shirt. <laughs> I would have fucking done it. I would be like, yes. I would have done it too, man. <laughs> no,
0: right? I love donuts. I don't donuts. need
1: anything. <laughs> <laughs> fucking
0: donuts. And also, imagine, I know that they probably didn't do this, but you're an extra, right? And you get a vintage, not vintage at the time, but you get a Dawn of the Dead t-shirt and now we have eBay and you're like, I was an extra on it. How much money do you think that t-shirt's going to be worth? A shit ton. A shit ton. And if
1: you're smart, you make some sort of friend on set and you have them sign it. Like one of the higher up actors. And then it's worth a shit ton. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's do it.
0: (laughs) I'm down. Or, even if we are not extras, one of my best friend's sisters was fucking a production assistant to Christian Slater and got the whole umbrella over his head. So we could just do that. I'll hold an umbrella over some famous dude's head all day. Especially your dude. You love Christian Slater.
1: Now I'm crying. I'm sorry. I love Christian Slater so much. If I ever get a signature from him, I will die happy.
0: So, um, <laughs> we don't have a P.O. box right now, but I'll update you when you do. If you got Christian Slater's autograph, hit us up. Oh, my God. I would die. I <laughs> love him.
1: Okay. Ratings. Sorry. <laughs> uh... I'll give it a 3 out of 5. Middle of the road for me. Really? Mm-hmm. That's interesting because we usually like follow each other or we're really different. Yeah. So uh, 5 out of 5. I thought this was wow. so much fun. I, I thought I was going to hate it. I am so surprised that you love this yep. movie so much. I honestly thought I was going to hate it. But oh th-
0: yeah. I'm actually really excited right now because I feel like for all of year one, season one, whatever we're calling 2019 that we just finished not too long ago, we were... Pretty much the same on almost everything. And there's a reason. It's not like we started this podcast because, like, we had different opinions all the time we were going to debate. We had very similar opinions a lot of the time. And now we are so immersed in horror literally every single day. Like, it's not like we're casual horror fans anymore. No. We used to be. Like, yeah. we used to just like horror and, hey, you want to watch a horror movie with me this weekend? Sure, we'd watch it and then that that would be it. But now it's like everything that comes out. We're constantly reading news. We're constantly in the community exactly. on or social media. the
1: fact that our schedule this year is so crazy. I Bro. have to watch four movies every single week. Every single week.
0: And I have to watch more because I procrastinate. Exactly. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's just so, it'll, it's really, really interesting. I say the word interesting a lot when I re-listen to us. Every time Every time yeah, I say interesting, interesting. I cringe. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But the, our horror tastes may be, m- like, changing as we go through and appreciate hmm. different things and different genres of horror in different decades. And also, I feel like we went from, like... Students to teachers.
1: Oh, dude. Does that I, make sense? No, I get it. Not not being a narcissist or anything no, like that. No, no. It does feel like that. Like, we yeah. did our first year and we were learning and now we're like, okay, we picked up all these little pieces. Now we're going to share with you guys. Well,
0: now I've finally seen, like, so many classics that I hadn't seen or we've talked about them in depth mm-hmm. or just researching these movies in general when we're doing them and learning about them and what people like about them and what they don't or like about them. Or what was going them.
1: on in history at the time. Exactly. Like why this was being made. Yeah. yeah. So
0: it kind of feels like we may get a little more different as we move forward in this podcast because now we're looking at different things mm-hmm. from what we've learned. Instead
1: of just was that a good horror movie, what pieces did you not like or yeah. did you like? Like
0: if you were to just ask me was Dawn of the Dead a good horror movie, I'd say Yeah. Yeah. But if we're going to break it down, did I enjoy Dawn of the Dead? No, not really. <laughs> so, and here's why. Like, yeah. just, I didn't have a lot of analytical reasons. I was just fucking bored. So it's really cool to kind of see, because I swear to God, like, I, I was like, she's just not going to like this movie. I bet she hated this one. Hmm, and interesting. you did it. And you gave it a five out of five. My yep. mind is fucking blown. I thought you'd give it like maybe a three.
1: Really? Yeah. I loved it. It was so much fun.
0: See, we're still surprising each other. (laughs) Two years into talking about horror every single week, multiple times a week. When you think about how many episodes we've done, I know I said (laughs) this one was 63, but like
1: we've mm, done a lot of others. A lot more than that. Hypes and haunted happy hours, and now we're doing Patreon. Yeah. So you would think that we
0: would just like I would just know that like she hated that movie or she loved that movie, but I've I fucking
1: surprised, man. So
0: at least we're not predictable.
1: Same. I sorta. actually thought you were going to enjoy it. I you did like, not. That. Yeah. <laughs> no. Nope. Interesting. I'll
0: watch it again. I will watch it again. And then I'm sure sometime I'll come on here and be like, okay, so update from episode 63. I rewatched <laughs> it and here are my thoughts, but it'll probably be a while before I rewatch it because we're doing so many second movies this year. Yeah. That'll be a while. 2021. Woo! We'll do a follow it'll up be chill. to Down the dead. <laughs> Thank you guys for hanging out with us and hopefully you don't, uh, hang me by my ankles for my opinion. If you really want to come at me, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at The Extra Sisters Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at The Extra Sisters. You can shoot us an email at the Sisters at gmail.com. And you can find us on Patreon, patreon (laughs) patreon.com slash The Extra Sisters Podcast for exclusive content, giveaways, and mail from us, which is really cool.
1: And we already have some Patreon episodes up. Yes, So you can already listen to extra stuff. As soon
0: as you become a patron, you unlock all of it. There are two tiers, a dollar tier and a five dollar tier. So we're not coming for a lot of your money. We're just trying to pay
1: off some of these fucking expenses from this podcast. (laughs) Basically. And next time, the most terrifying images are the ones that are real. Till then, stay creepy.